0: daily inspiration podcast on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Matt Shields. Matt, uh, you are a real estate investor. You're an entrepreneur. Uh, you're a tech advisor and you're the founder and CEO of Virtus Ventures. And you're based in Ohio. Uh, kind of, well, we can still be friends. I'm from Michigan. Uh, and but <laughs> I'll tell you against uh, you. <laughs> yeah. You know my my kids are older we moved down to orlando because we wanted to be around a lot of great theme parks uh but now that they're older they you know they prefer going back up to cedar point
1: yep yeah it's a fantastic area
0: well good so matt um tell me how you got into uh development and, and software development what you do today
1: yeah, so that's actually kind of an interesting story. So I used to actually own my own electrical contracting business. So I've had a very long uh, career of basically working for myself. We we started off in the electrical contracting industry, and I pretty well had this, this business in the Cleveland, Ohio area. And when 2008 had happened, or, or when the a decline or decline of the economy happened in 2008. There really wasn't all that truly much construction going on. So, in the in the uh, in the electrical contracting company, just before that, we had starting get started getting involved in uh, in energy management, and when we were basically controlling buildings remotely, so we could control air conditioning systems and lighting systems and all of that, that was all being controlled remotely through software that we had designed. You know, today that's not that big of a deal. You can control your toasters with, you know, your your phone. But back then that was, you know, kind of cutting edge edge stuff. So when the when the construction industry basically dried up, we kind of looked at different options and decided that the first iPhone had just come out. So we said, you know, let's let's take a run at this technology stuff. So we uh, we took a couple of years. We started developing a couple apps. I think one of the first apps that we uh, developed was one of the first like fifty thousand apps in the app store. Which you know again it was mm-hmm. it was relatively early on. Um, that one was actually a a uh, a way to be able to request repairs, home services huh. uh, through your phone. So you could take a picture of whatever it was that you wanted to have done. You could request a, a, a contractor. Um, that that project didn't really go all that terribly far. Um, but it gave us the foundation of how to make apps. And again, it was all very, very early on then how any of that was working and and Apple's platform was just being developed. So there was a lot of bugs even on their end. So um, so again, very, very early on, um, we, we jumped into the software side of things. And uh, then I would say probably around 2012 or so is when we started to really, figure out what it was that we were going to do Uh, and basically Vertis developed into a custom software slash application um, uh, firm where basically what we do is we go in and we evaluate the current processes and current information flow of a company and then we build custom app software to be able to um, streamline, automate, manage all of that information as best as we can. So so in a yeah. nutshell that's that's kind of what we do and how we got into it.
0: And so how how were you getting customers in the early days? Uh so uh, we 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 started reaching out to a lot of the the same
1: companies that we had done uh, electrical work for. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was a little bit of a, a a shift for them. A lot of them, you know, were like you are our, you guys are our electricians, now you know you want to help build software for us. So Uh, so that was how we got some of the first ones. And then we basically just leveraged those connections again, you know, this was all basically local at first. Uh, we, we just were using those connections to be able to sort of piggyback onto the next one. So when we, when we got one connection, we would ask, Hey, do you know of anyone else that might be interested in these types of services? Um, and you know, off the top of the head, most, most times, you know, they never really said, yeah, let me, you know, send you over to this company. But after time, you know, after a while, uh, you know, we ended up getting involved in some other ones. And the nature of technology too, is, you know, you basically come in to solve this one problem. They're having this one issue, but once you solve that one issue, they realize, Hey, you know, maybe we could do this or let's explore this. So it kind of like, it kind of spiders out throughout the company, you mm-hmm. know, so that one customer, you know, we, I mean, most of the customers, we've, you know, gone in to do this one thing and then it kind of branches out into all kinds of different areas. And so, so the customers really, um, you know, we, we, we keep customers for quite some time. So,
0: yeah. And, um, so in the world of development, app software development, I mean, it's, you know, you can, you can hire, um, you know, maybe freelancers overseas, um, try and save some money. Um, how have you been able to thrive in a world that, uh, might sometimes be commoditized? Mm
1: -hmm. So one of the first questions, again, so the companies that we're dealing with, you know, they're doing minimum of about 5 million. Most of them are in the 45 to $50 million, uh, Mm -hmm range. And, you know, these companies, they're, they're service-based companies, they're, they're making products. That's what they do. They don't manage software. They don't know about building software or anything like that. So uh, in, in certain situations, we've taken over projects that Mm -hmm. someone on their team tried to do exactly what you're, what you're (laughs) saying. And it just never, it never went well. Um, But, but a lot of times, people always say, again, they've got this established business, you know, some of them have been in business for 40, 50 years, they've got this established business. And the first thing that they always ask is, where do we start? What, what do we do first, you know, and you go to any type of uh, overseas, go, you know, on Odesk or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're not going to help you with that process. They, they want, you know, okay, this is what we're going to build. And, you know, they want the whole scope already laid out and all of that. And then, you know, once you have all that worked out, you can, you know, potentially hire uh, an overseas, um, programmer, but again, you're still going to have to manage that person, you know, as a software, uh, development project, not, you know, just leaving it up to them to, um, you know, do what's best, I guess you could say.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah. So um, today, uh, uh, do you, are, are a lot of your opportunities when you work? Are they mainly inbound? Then they are, yeah. So, so really, we
1: focus on I guess basically two different sides of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, certain companies have uh, specific things that they sell that they're trying to explain to their customer. Like for instance, we have arguably one of the largest waterproofing. Contractors as a client, and they they had a problem. Basically, what they used to do was they would walk in with this big box full of stuff, you know, past clients and pictures and graphics and all of that. They're trying to explain, you know, why do I have a, a step crack that's uh, on the basement wall, or why is water coming in, you know, this direction? So they had pictures, and they had, you know, they were trying to tell the story through pictures and that. So, mm. So, on that side, you know, we basically came in and animated everything, so now they walk in with an iPad, they have you know their entire box full of stuff now on the iPad and various different apps. But they can basically show you know we just made this like cartoonish type looking uh animation where it shows you know the water is doing this, and this is what this is how this crack happens, and this is why the water is coming in this way so so on that side of it, you know it's very much so forward facing. Um, on the, on the other side of the business, we are doing more of the backend things, which is basically taking in the inbound leads and then distributing those leads in, you know, throughout their company, however, however it uh, needs to be distributed. So, you know, certain companies have, you know, the sales team that sees these things first and then what happens after the salesperson, you know, calls on that, that prospect or that, that, uh, you know, inbound lead, um, you know, then, you know, they, they take this bit of information that they just gathered, and then it sends it over to this other department. And, you know, just goes through the entire company like that. So, um, so really, again, two different sides, sort of the sales, more presentation side, and then back end management, business management side as well.
0: So virtus has been in business now for over 14 years congratulations you started yeah, in February 2006 mm-hmm. uh, what's the secret to longevity uh,
1: you know <laughs> I, I I've always I've always just been a go-getter I've always you know pushed and pushed no matter what again I've you know we're going through a Black Swan event right now I've gone through other Black Swan events. And you just have to keep pushing through. What does that mean? When, Ex- so, explain that. So, uh, when things happen that are out of your control, like if, for instance, right now, you know, we're going through the COVID uh, crisis. You know, went through nine eleven with the electrical contracting company. Went through two thousand eight with electrical contracting company. So, so you always have these things that happen that are completely out of your control that no one saw coming. That just you know, throws the markets into, uh, a whirlwind, you know, where, again, what's going to happen next is always, you know, on people's minds. Um, and you know, you just need to push through all of that and, and understand that yes, there's always going to be highs and lows, but you know, if you keep seeing this thing through, uh, always look for new opportunities when things like this happen. Uh, we've actually, so, so I guess just to finish the thought, um, it's just a matter of perseverance and you know making things happen no matter what. and being open to new opportunities like I shifted, you know, I took some of our uh, some of our early um, programming capability and completely sh- shifted uh, focus when you know the the contracting uh, industry you know dried up. Um, so I, I always like to look at, you know, even when we're looking at going into new markets, let's take s- s- current assets or current things that we've built up or knowledge that we already have and, you know, try to spin that into something else. And I think that that's what's, I think that right now there's going to be a lot of companies that are going to be doing exactly that. Um, you know, again, shifting their focus into, you know, something new, tweaking whatever their services to serve a new industry, um you know there's there's a lot of people that are again wondering what's going to happen now, and you just need to be open to realizing that the markets change, the world changes, and see what else is out there with using your current asset base to be able to you know roll that into so
0: and and what is it like um, managing or leading a team of programmers, developers uh, ux designers, that sort of thing any any secrets to that? So I would say probably one of the, the most valuable things, and I actually use this
1: in, so so that entire process is all done remotely. So I, mm-hmm. I have an office here in Cleveland that I hardly ever go to. Um, all of the developers are all remote. No one really is in the Cleveland area. So um, one, of the, one of the main challenges was, again, keeping everybody sort of on the same page and Who's doing what? Um, one of the best ways that I've found to be able to to answer those exact questions are is to uh, have everyone submit. You know, we basically have teams, uh, so everyone submits an email uh, every day to teams that answers three questions, and those three questions are: What did I do today? What am I going to do tomorrow? And what problems or issues am I running into? Mm-hmm. So, you know, what that does is it it makes them uh, realize that, hey, you know what? I wasn't. A, if if they weren't as productive today, it makes them realize that you know right now, rather than a week from now, that hey, I've been slacking off for you know the last week or longer even. Um, so it it, it kind of makes them. Um, responsible for, you know, being productive, it makes them start thinking about what they're going to do tomorrow. And if they need any tools or any questions or anything like that answer to be able to do what they're going to do tomorrow. Uh, and then obviously one of the other challenges that we had was when people don't understand something or there's issues or questions or whatever it is, they sometimes are afraid to bring that up. They don't want to, um, seem like they don't understand something, but by giving them that, that path, that opportunity that is in front of them every day, uh, by giving them that path to be able to express any of those concerns or questions or issues, they're much more likely to, um, ask those questions that again, sometimes might not have gotten asked. And then if they don't ask, then it just builds up, uh, over and over and over again. So, so I've actually used that exact same process on pretty well, everything that we do, um, you know, even on the real estate side of things, physical things, mm-hmm. you know, we, we do the exact same thing um, where, again, we have different teams set up and everybody's using that exact same framework that, uh, that keeps everybody on track and um, aligned with what everyone else is doing.
0: No, Matt, we originally connected because uh, I, I was uh, able to be a guest on your podcast, Past the Secret Sauce. Uh, talk about that show, why you started that and kind of what your goal is with, the, uh, with that podcast.
1: Yeah, so one of the one of the things that I really started realizing within the last year and and definitely within the last few weeks <laughs> is that we've developed quite a few relationship with relationships with other business owners and other entrepreneurs. So, you know, when o- over the years people reach out whenever they have questions or things, you know, Hey, what would you do in this situation? So, um, you know, I would always give them advice and, you know, if I'd been in similar situation, you know, that, that uh, probably is a lot more valuable. Um, And, you know, definitely within the last couple of weeks, again, everybody's what's going to happen next. So uh, we've, we've, we wanted to put something together that allows us to number one, reach out and interact with other entrepreneurs. I love talking to other business owners. I could talk business all day long. Uh, So I I love reaching out to other people and connecting with other people that are changing the world in their own way. Uh, So that was, that was number one, but number two you know, we wanted to be able to provide something that can bring different businesses together. And again, have ever have an outlet or have a, a channel where everyone can pass their secret sauce, pass off, you know, what it, what it is that they, um, you know, do to, to, you know, be successful. Like you just asked yeah. me, you know, what's the secret to longevity? Um, I'd never really been asked that before, but, uh, uh, you know, that potentially could be, you know, one of the secret sauces that, you know, has, has helped us. Uh, thrive for you know so many years so so just little nuggets like that again it's it's uh, a way to be able to have people that are successful in their own right in their own businesses share what they have done to uh, make their business what it is today.
0: Now Matt you're also a real estate developer um, or an investor Um, so you have uh, what, what properties do you have?
1: Yeah, so right now we have about 200 and I think we're at 257 right now, um which which is kind of funny because I, I should probably know that. But basically we buy multifamily apartment uh buildings. Yeah. Uh so those apartments are in Atlanta, um uh, Augusta and Houston right now. Again, all remote. Uh we we actually just recently started another branch of the real estate industry. So, um we we're focused very much so on customer service today. So and this is going to sound very um, it's going to seem obvious when I, when I say this, but this is not the way that the multifamily industry is run, but basically we, we treat our residents, our residents with Mm -hmm. the utmost uh, respect. You know, they're the ones who are paying the bills and that's, you know, so uh, we, we, we don't necessarily, we don't have residents. We don't have tenants. We have members. We're building communities. You know, we, we introduce all of the community members together so that everyone feels like they're part of the community right away. So, so we're building something more than just a apartment complex. Uh, That's, I guess that's more on the management side of things, but um, we we just recently started this this philosophy based on you know some of our experiences managing these 200 other uh these 200 other units so we we recently started a new company called significant which um was actually kind of interesting when we when we went through and did our core value uh exercises and all of that the word significant Kept coming up. You know, we want people to feel significant. We want our staff to feel significant. We want, you know, the members of the communities. Everyone. We want everyone to feel like they belong. Like everyone has a significance in that community. So originally, we were going to name ourselves Significant, um, but I I started working on the logo for Significant, and um, we wanted to use some type of like a scrolly type text, and the only thing that I could see was I can't at the end, because that's what Mm. it, you know, that's what it ends with. So I just took the T off and we became significant. So significant, you know, focuses in on that uh, higher customer service uh, in the apartment uh, management community. So, uh, so that's, um, so we, we have the, acquisition arm and we have the management arm. The, the acquisition arm, we're looking at 250 units plus. So that's wow. Um, yeah, that's the size of the apartments. Uh, so we're, you know, looking for relatively large, um, complexes. And the reason for that, I mean, there is a reason for it. Uh, and it's because with the higher, um, customer service, we need more people to be able to provide the type of customer service that we need. Yeah. So, uh, that means we need to be able to have the, uh, scale of units to be able to support that additional staff.
0: So, yeah. um, So you're doing this as part of a syndication. You have a lot of other, I mean, that's a lot of units. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I have a partner. We are, we're, we're definitely syndicating all of these. Um, so we are, you know, constantly looking for investors and other opportunities and, um, uh but basically that's what that's what we do is we go and we find the deals we negotiate the deals we manage the deals and then we have other passive investors that uh come and pool their money and you know we we purchase the apartment complex um yeah. all together so fantastic
0: all right well matt shields and again a great way to uh start uh, I highly recommend your podcast, uh, particularly episode number. Well, I'm not sure which one it is just I'm not, yet. <laughs> I'm not sure which
1: one you're going to be either, but uh, yeah, we'll let you know.
0: <laughs> All right. Sounds great. Yep. Again, right here in your uh, podcast directory, however you're listening to this podcast conversation, just look for Pass the Secret Sauce. And then vertus Ventures is on the web at Virtus Ventures. That's V I R T U S ventures.com matt thank you so much is there anything else that you'd recommend in terms of like great place to begin a relationship with you or get to know the work that you do
1: uh i would say that those are probably two the best two of the best ways you know just reach out through those uh different channels uh i I try to be active on social but to be honest with you i'm terrible (laughs) at it so um so yeah so that's those are probably the best ways
0: you're a busy busy guy Uh all right matt shields thank you so much for joining us
1: thanks josh